We spend a lot of our lives moving from one milestone to another. Actually, in this day and time, there are many more milestones today than I remember. We graduate from preschool and kindergarten and elementary school and middle school and high school and college, jobs, marriage, children, grandchildren, retirement, and on and on. We're always working towards the next big thing, aren't we? Sometimes we forget that there are milestones in the church also. The church that I served before here in Oklahoma is today celebrating their 130th anniversary. What an accomplishment. When I was there, we celebrated the century mark, the 100 year. In this church, we celebrate many anniversaries, and we're not far from celebrating our 70th anniversary. Milestones help us mark moving forward, accomplishing great things. And in the church, it marks us being what God has called us to be, continuing ministry right here on Balcones Drive. And I admit that this week felt like we were approaching a milestone for our church. If I'm going to be honest with you, I think for the last several years we've been comfortable. We're comfortable with who we are, we're comfortable with what we do, and we're comfortable with what we're becoming. Wait, is that true? Are we comfortable about the future? Should we be comfortable about the future? We've been talking for the last few weeks about being people of scarcity or people of sufficiency. Do we believe that we are a church trying to get more, needing to get more before we can do what we want to do? Or are we a church who knows that we are sufficient to be what God has called us to be? And are we a church that feels sufficient enough to roll up our sleeves and get busy? I watched this morning as our children, who've been learning about communion, as they are learning what it means to be a follower of Christ, and I watched them prepare the table for communion. They baked the bread and they filled the cups and we practiced serving communion. These children are our future. I'm guessing when so many of you were watching Becky Dillard or Teresa Knuckles or Sarah Gamble or Hannah Knees or Rusty Shelton or Courtney Morton, when you were watching them sit on these very steps as children, did you envision the leaders they would be in this church today? That is what the future is about. Those adults are here and they serve today because they learned as children what it meant to be a part of the body of Christ. And they learned what it meant to be in church. The soul of our church's future is dependent on us. 
on the decisions that we make today. And for the last month, I've talked about our relationship with money personally, about our attitude of whether we want this to be a world of you or me in which we think there's not enough in this world so we have to get it before somebody else so we're not without. Or if we want this to be a life of sufficiency where I try my best to make sure that you and I have what we need, that there is enough for all. I haven't talked about giving to this church at all this month until today. Sorry to our visitors, but this is our Consecration Sunday. This is where we talk hard about next year. You knew it had to come, so I'm glad you came today. We're looking at a very difficult year. Our building is full each and every day, and that is wonderful. It means that this building is alive and well, and every inch of it is used at least five, six days a week. But it also means that there are parts of the building that are older and breaking down, and we have to fix them. It takes more utilities to keep the building open every day. We have a couple of financial obligations that we have to meet in the next year. And yes, as good as it is to have this school helping us with our financial obligations, we still have to meet the needs of the ministries of our church. Yes, we have some good money flow, but it doesn't solve all of our needs. We're facing the same problem that churches all over the world are facing. We're declining in attendance. And I've told this fact in the first week of, of stewardship, but 3,500 churches closed their doors this year. 3,500. Not because they were doing it all wrong, but because people aren't going to church like they used to go to church. Doors are closing. Another issue is that people are pulled in so many different directions. Every day, people are asking us to help with their cause. And church isn't always on the top of the list. The day of setting aside a tithe first, which is what the Bible calls us to do, well, it's no longer what people do. People seem to give in all different directions, and the church is suffering from that. And to be really honest, again, people don't invest in the future anymore. Because our society is living in scarcity. We've gotten to the point that we don't always invest in the future. We might choose to help the here and now, but we really don't think about our future. Let them worry about it when they're our age. Let's take care of today for us.
And sadly, that's happening in the church also. I've shared with you that we're entering into a program where we're evaluating our church and we're looking at the future and what it will mean for Highland Park Baptist Church to live into the future and what it will take to get us into the future. In all honesty, it's going to take each and every one of us deciding that we want to invest ourselves both physically and financially in this church because we want those children to have a place where they are free to come just as they are and be loved and accepted and be able to worship the God that they learned about here from you. It can't be something we do part way. It can't be something we kind of hope happens. It needs to be because those who went before us believed in us and prepared this place for us. They prepared this place where we can join together and be the body of Christ and we want to do that for the next generation. And so trusting these children who are pure and innocent and know in their hearts that this place will always be here for them. So this morning as we come to our hymn of response later in service, I hope you're prepared to commit yourself and to commit your finances to say that we believe, to say that we want to be a part of this important mission, this mission of spreading the gospel throughout the world and preparing this church for the future. If you're not ready with your card, it can be turned in any time. can even be done online. But today's number, what we prepare today, is going to help us prepare the budget for next year. We will be deciding in the next two weeks how this ministry, this church, will continue. I didn't want today's sermon to be a downer, and I hope it wasn't. To be honest, I am the most hopeful for this church that I've ever been. I feel a spirit here. I feel an energy, a renewed energy. The people here are loving people who want to spread the gospel and I'm grateful for all that we're doing every day. We have the potential to do great things, but it's going to take us all. There are a few who are exhausted, but they keep doing and they're so amazing, but they can't do it all. My prayer today is that we roll up our sleeves, that we get excited and that we take this church into the future bold and strong. Amen. Can I get a big amen? amen. Thank you. Thank you. And so this morning, I'm going to ask our children that are serving to come forward. And the adults who are helping them, will you come stand with them? <laughs> 